Listener Production. Coming up on Footy Talk, we're going to preview all of the games ahead for round six, including an in-depth dive into the huge game of the round. Melbourne, the best team in the comp at the moment, up against Adelaide, who are sitting second on the ladder and just putting on huge scores at the moment. So listen up for that one, and we will get into all of the round six preview now. Listening to Footy Talk, AFLW with Kate McCarthy and Joey Montagna, your daily dose of footy, the latest news, interviews and analysis from the world of AFL and AFLW. Joey, welcome. Happy Friday. Happy Friday, K-Mac. Already halfway through the AFLW season. Can you believe it? No, I can't flies. believe it. Yeah, it would be great if it was a bit longer, wouldn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it's very short. Short but sweet. We're into round six. So as usual, we'll preview all of the games for the weekend coming up. So first up. My dogs are going to take on Carlton. So hopefully looking for their first win of the season, the dogs um, up against Carlton. Karen Peterson out. That's a big one. Um, Missed the first few rounds with a knee injury and has now had a bit of soreness pulling up from the game last week. So that's tonight. Uh, Have you had a look at the forecast? What are you expecting? Is there more rain coming tonight or are we going to get some clear weather? We planned for rain during the week. Obviously our two training sessions were yesterday and Tuesday. So Tuesday was very, very wet. Um, but gave us a really good opportunity to practice the conditions, talk about what we want to do if the ball is like that. We know how to play dry footy. Um, but if we sort of come across a fair bit of rain this evening, well, we know what we want to do, where we want to get the ball, just surge it forward, get it to dangerous areas, really. So what's gone wrong with the dogs? Let's get to it. Zip and five. I know you'd be disappointed. There was some expectation with the dogs. Kept the same group pretty much for this season. What's happened? Yeah, well, first of all, I think we've had a pretty big off-season, obviously, um, December to – July has essentially been the off season for the girls. And I think sort of just behind the scenes, we didn't quite get our programming right with uh, strength and conditioning because we've had a lot come up with um, stress injuries. So when you have that sort of stress injury in the back end of our preseason or towards the start of preseason, there's no running that they can really do. So we had a few that were really underdone coming into the season. Um, Black is one of our best players, got a cork in our practice match and one of the biggest corks that she's had. So she couldn't train for two weeks really leading up to round one, but she's really found her straps now. Um, career best 31 last week. So she's building into the the season nicely. But Lammy as well had a real bad calf injury coming into it. So we've just had a whole heap that we've had to really manage through and we're halfway through the season. Just and one of those years. Probably at their best now. Um, and we've only got five weeks left. So that makes it pretty tough. Um, But, yeah, hopefully we can get the first win of the season this afternoon or this evening and get some momentum heading into the back end of the season as well. And the Blues Blues have been going okay under a new coach. They've been... Been pretty good, haven't they? Yeah, they have. They've uh, won a few close games, so they've been in all their games. The ones that they've lost, they've lost closely as well. So should be a, a good challenge for the girls this evening. But I think if we play our best footy for four quarters, which has been the problem, I think, our inconsistency in games, our best footy and our worst footy is just miles apart, which you need to close that gap, obviously. So if we can play some more consistent footy for longer, I think hopefully we'll get the win tonight. Well, hopefully, because the next game we're going to look at tomorrow are the other two teams down the bottom of the ladder. So someone is going to win the Giants and the West Coast Eagles. Who are you tipping in this one? Because obviously both teams, still young rebuilding sides, but struggling a bit this season. Yeah, look, I think the youth of West Coast are just ahead of the development of the youth of the Giants at the moment. So I think the West Coast will get the chocolate. So I think the travel might have a little bit of an impact though it is in Sydney so that could make it more difficult for West Coast but 
I mean, both teams have really exciting youngsters, but the leadership of Emma Swanson as well for West Coast, I think they might have enough just to get it done. And what about the mighty Fighting Saints? The next game we'll look at because they are taking on the Hawks. They've won two on the trot. The Saints, Nicky Dell, there was a bit of heat coming for him a few weeks ago. We were stirring him up when we all caught up during the prelim finals, but they pulled off an amazing win in that fourth quarter. I was there at the game against Collingwood and then another good win last week. They're looking for three on the trot. They're going to miss uh, little Xenos. She's out for a week with suspension, but... Can they make it three in the trot and beat Hawthorne? Yeah, fiery little Xenos has yeah, been is, suspended. So, um, no, nah, really going to miss her, actually. She's a lot of pressure in the forward line. Um, she's, I think, nearly kicked a goal a game for them as well, which is handy. Um, but Hawks, they put in a very good performance against Brisbane last week, probably one of the pillars of the competition. Like and causing an upset for a while, yeah, didn't they? Yeah, they did. Um, up until about three-quarter time, just couldn't go with them till the end, which you sort of see with these expansion sides up against the, the sides that have been around for longer. Um, I think this will be a close one, and I think the Saints will – just get it done, but wouldn't be surprised if Hawthorne stole a win here. Their, their midfield, with the addition of Bates, has been really firing. So I think that's the area of the ground they could potentially take it away from St Kilda. And then Port Adelaide hosting the Sydney Swans at Alberton on Saturday. They're going pretty nicely too, but you like the Swans? Yeah, I do like the Swans. I think they're both pretty evenly matched, um, these two teams coming into it. Maddie Carrick paying her 50th game, so that's been a, a bit of a milestone for her to get to that as well. But yeah, I think I think the Swans, just with what they've been able to add, and they look like they really know their game plan this year. It's been clear that they've gone away and really built some understanding around what they want to do when they move the ball and how they want to defend. So I think that might be enough to, to get the win over Port Adelaide. And then Saturday night, the grand final rematch, Brisbane Lions taking on Collingwood. Brisbane short price favourites. They, again, are one of the contenders that seems to be the same top four. We will touch on that. Collingwood need a win, though. They've left a couple on the table against teams they would have thought they would have beaten. Can they cause an upset going up to Brisbane to take on the mighty Lions? Uh, I don't think they can. I think the Lions will be way too strong up there, especially up in Brisbane. Um, Building that to be a nice little fortress for them up there. It's hard to travel up to Brisbane and come away with the win. Um, Collingwood, though, going in with some form, they had a really professional um, performance against Essendon last week. So played them on grand the morning of grand final day and just did enough to really get some dominance, take Essendon's game away from them um, and then get the win in the end. So should be a, a good competitive game, but I think Brisbane will come away with and it. And congratulations to Nat Greider and Michaela Cairn, who will play 50 games for Collingwood and the Brisbane Lions this week. All right, well, we'll be back with more. We're going to do a deep dive into the game of the round, the top two game teams. Of the year. Adelaide and Melbourne up against each other should be a very, very big game there. And then we'll also jump into the rest of the games for your Saturday on AFLW. You're listening to Footy Talk. If you're listening on Spotify, please hit the bell. We are previewing round six of the AFLW. And, Joey, we'll get into the Sunday matches now. So Essendon and Geelong, it's the Prosparcus Cup. It's 25 games for Georgie and 50 for Maddie. So two of the big milestones that we celebrate in AFLW. Is Georgie closing the gap 
on Maddie because we spoke to Maddie before the start of the season and we asked her that because I think Maddie Prasparka's top couple of players in the competition. Georgie was going to come with a bullet. Has she closed the gap at all or is there still a bit of gap between the two sisters? I think she's still got a little bit to go, but she's definitely making that run for it. Um, I think she's earned herself a few tags this year. So yep. that means that other teams in the competition are really respecting her. She played against us in the round, in round one and absolutely carved us up. She took got clearances, a heap of disposals. She's just so damaging with her disposal as well. She doesn't rack them up and do nothing with them. She's a real meters game player, but will hit players sort of lace out coming out of the forward line. So she's really, really got a name for herself. Obviously, both Prasparkas is now two of the elite players in the competition. 50 games for Maddie Prasparkas, so well done to her. Can you see, How do you see this one panning out? Because Geelong started the year looking like our, one of the big improvers. They've just come back to the pack, and Essendon are always tough to beat. Yeah, they've had, um, I think, a few tough couple of weeks, Geelong. So they had Melbourne last week. Yep. They competed with them again till probably half time, I reckon, and then Melbourne just ran away. No one scored a goal against Melbourne in the fourth quarter. No one scored a goal against them in the fourth quarter for like 12 or 13 games or yeah. some ridiculous stat. It's that insane. is off its head. They must be that fit and know their game plan that well. But, yeah, I think these two teams are pretty evenly matched on paper. I think Sophie Vanderheuvel coming in for Essendon is a big plus. Offers a lot of run off halfback, which they sort of struggled with without her there last week due to concussion. So, um, yeah, I think I think it'll be a close one. I think Geelong have the ability to take the game away from them if they can get the game on their terms, the uncontested, winning the ball out of the middle and getting it forward. But I think if Essendon can get their chip mark game going, which Collingwood did really well to take away from them, I think they've Collingwood have set a little bit of a blueprint for the rest of the competition with how to play Essendon from last week. So if Geelong have learnt from that, they should be in good stead to, to get a win, but I think I'll narrowly tip Essendon. Yes, and of course, this is a huge game because there are six teams that are all locked on three wins and two losses between fifth and tenth on the ladder. We know it's a top eight, so these are two of the teams in that bracket. So with now getting into round six in the second half of the season, these are the, the old eight-point games that, uh, that might determine which teams play finals. So it is going to be a big one. What about the Tigers taking on the Gold Coast Suns? One of the big improvers, the Gold Coast, at Icon Park on Sunday, Richmond. Smashed by injury, missing a lot of their stars. Both the Hosking girls are out. Ali McKenzie's still not playing. Yep. As well as a couple of others. But uh, they do get Kylie back into the team. They're going pretty well. The Tigers, can they keep rolling? Or the Gold Coast Suns, can they keep their winning ways? Who are also in that blog jam with three wins and two losses. How are the Tigers? Yeah, well, I think the Tigers, the thing you've got to stop with them is how um, dangerous their forwards are. So Brennan's been in really good form. Milzy Yasia has been really good as well. She's been fantastic as a small forward. But the thing that Gold Coast have been so good at at the moment is just intercept marking and then building off the back of that. So I think it'll be a really good battle between Gold Coast backline and Richmond's forward line. And I think who gets the dominance there will actually end up winning the game, which is unusual to say because a lot of our games in AFLW are won straight out of the middle. Um, but they'll have Mon Conti, Charlie Robottom going head-to-head. That is a fantastic matchup. You've got one player who's just agile and quick on her feet and can evade anything, and then another player who just runs through anything in her way. So I'm really excited for that little battle through there, and that should set up the game really nicely. And the last game on the Sunday before we preview the match of the round is Fremantle taking on North Melbourne at Fremantle Oval. Ebony Antonio comes back into the side for Fremantle, but is that going to be enough against North Melbourne who are flying? Yeah, I don't think it will be. I think North will will win this one. Um, I think they're just, they've just been too good. They've been way too good each game this season. I think they're still learning how to use that forward line with the three tools. So I think 
the game against Brisbane kind of showed that, that they didn't quite know how to use that yet to its best, um, I guess, impact and, and score the most that they can out of it. So I think they'll take the next few rounds to really build into that and focus on that. They've got finals coming up. They've got big games coming up. So use this as a little bit of a dress rehearsal for that. Can I ask you, so Jazzy Garner, has she been playing purely mid? Has it been a mid-forward split? What's her going? Do you think that's – what's her best spot going into the finals to try and win this premiership? Yeah, so she's playing mostly mid and having a little bit of a, a rest forward. Um, and that's what we've seen now with the interchange cap. A lot more mids playing mid-forward time. Elise Parker from the Giants. Which is played. better, isn't it? The best player oh, stay out on the field longer. And that was the reason that yeah. they wanted to make the change. So Elise Parker from the Giants has played 100% game time the last two games. Huge. They need her. From someone that plays in the midfield yeah. most of the time. So, yeah, I think Jazzy Garner, she's been – Still able to hit the scoreboard from the midfield and with that that rotation forward as well. For me, best player in the competition this year. Absolutely. Yep. She's flying, isn't she? Well, let's preview the biggest game. I'll, I'll say the biggest game of the year because it is the two big teams, Adelaide and Melbourne. We know about them. We know how good they have been. Stevie Lee Thompson and Najwa Allen come back into the side for the Crows. So a couple, bit of experience to help that back line. And the big one for Melbourne, Taylor Harris comes back into the side and Maybe she's the good luck charm, Kate, because she's on a 16-game win streak, Taylor Harris, when she has played. So it's been a while since she, she has felt a loss. This is at Casey Fields. We know both teams undefeated. Adelaide have become a scoring juggernaut. They are flying, and Melbourne just don't look like losing at all. Give us your in-depth analysis how you see this one panning out. Yeah, this will be a cracking game. Two of the best midfields in the competition, probably the best midfields, both of those, um, just with the way that they're able to use the ball. So Melbourne chain out of contest, handball all around the ground and then just get it forward to their very crafty forwards. Kate Hoare kicked another four last week. So good luck stopping her. And then Adelaide, I think Stevie Lee back in is a big in for them. They love her run and dash off the wing and Najwa Allen as well. So two really key ins for this game. Um, but then you've got uh, Ebony Marinoff and Anne Hatchard mm. from the Adelaide Crows and um, a few others that are really starting to, I guess, with that move on or a couple that moved on due to expansion, Zoe Prowse really coming into their own and their forward line is just so good. They yep. get it in there. They keep it in there until they score a goal. So I'm really excited. I think this game will be everything that it's pan, uh, been built up to be and I think it'll be a really close one. I think the only thing that really favours Melbourne is the fact that it's at Casey Fields. They know how to play that ground so well, often windy. Yeah, conditions will be a factor. Yep. So I think that'll come into it, but I'm really struggling to pick someone for this game. Well, you have to pick one, Kate. That's what you're here for. It's what we're paying you for. Who's going to win Melbourne, Adelaide? I'm just going to go a little bit of an upset. I think Adelaide will take them. Um, I think Melbourne need a loss heading into <laughs> <Do> <laughs> the next few rounds. Um but, yeah, I think it's going to be extremely close. Okay. They are the two best teams, of course. We know North Melbourne and the Brisbane Lions are still knocking on the door, third and fourth. They probably are the third and fourth best teams. It feels that way, isn't it? The big four. We thought that coming into the season, the big four was still going to be hard to beat, and it's panning out that way. And then the rest are sort of vying for the spots in the top eight. So it's still a really competitive season. Yeah, but the, the problem for me is just the top four are so strong. If they finish top four... Good luck to anyone yeah. outside that top four making a challenge for the, the premiership. So I think halfway through the season, the premier will come from those top four teams, in my opinion. Yeah, well, it certainly will indeed. Well, good luck to your Western Bulldogs tonight. K-Mac, hopefully a good crowd get down there. Wittenoval? Yeah, back at Wittenoval so, again. Yeah. So we've had a couple of home games in a row because we weren't able to get there early in the season. So, yeah, hopefully we can get a win tonight. It would be really good for the confidence of the girls. They've been working hard, deserve a win, so do the fans. Absolutely. Thank you very much. Good luck. Enjoy your weekend too, and hopefully the weather holds off for yeah, everyone. Absolutely.
listener.